0: Is a little interactive. So now's the interactive. Here's one of the interactive points. Relationship. relationship. Good. What's that? Destiny. Good. So we know our destiny, right? And it helps us. Anyway, any other reasons for being in a relationship with God? Love. To know love. To be loved. To love. Good. He reveals our identity. Reveals our identity. Hope. Awesome. Absolutely. The heart of it all is that He wants to communicate His love for us and, and, and help us to see who we really are, who He's really created us to be. It is an identity thing. It is a love thing. It is a hope thing. <clears throat> Alright, so, John seventeen three. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, this is um, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So that word know is uh, gnosko. Ginosko. Gnosko. It means to be known, to be known, in the process of learning, and it also has the sexual intimacy connection. So there's this, this knowing that is very deep and intimate. And, very, and so that word, know, and um, same word as was used in the previous scriptures we talked about, is that deep, deep knowing, that deep, deep connection. It's not knowing about God. You might have heard this before. It's not knowing about God because we can learn about God, have a lot of knowledge of Him, but until we know Him, until we experience Him, until we connect with Him, until we relate with Him, that's how we—that's how we really get to to know Him, right? To know Him. All right. So God wants to communicate His love for us. Um, how many of you have heard of Mike Bickle, International House of Prayer? Right. So. The thing I love about Mike Bickle, he's like, like a rough and tough kind of guy. He's like a, kind of like a bu- He's not. He's not a bully, but he's kind of this physically like strong and sort of like he was a football player. He's like a man's man. You know those man's man. Who's a man's man in here? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That fell flat. (laughs) But, so Mike Bickle, this real man's man, right? He's like, "Ah." what does God, what's the, the foundation of the revelation that God's given Mike Bickle? Does anybody know? Passion and intimacy through the song of Solomon. The mushiest... Eight chapters in the entire Bible, this God reveals himself to this man's man through these chapters. And that is like literally the core of, of what started the International House of Prayer. Like that is the foundation, that the foundation revelation is how passionate God is for his bride. Mike Bickle spends... Uh, literally there's hours and hours of teaching verse by verse by verse of how God woos us and God draws us and how God it, it is, it, it is like this process of our lives even while we're not perfect even when we're still in sin God just go, He just loves us and He just goes after us and He's just compassionate for us I mean there's words like you are fair altogether beautiful, you have ravished my heart. Like like most, you know, men's men football player. They're not like, oh yeah, yay, God, you've ravished my heart. You know, like that is not sort of the... And, and to even to me, it, that feels a bit like, okay, okay, God, yep, I'm supposed to be a woman in the Bible, the bride, okay? You know, as a man, like there's something to that that, is, that seems kind of difficult and anti, sort of anti where, where I am. But there... The heart of it is His connection with us that He wants. A deep, real connection that He wants with us. God is always communicating with us. Always communicating with us. So, um, we, there's, you know, we're all, like Bill talked about, we're kind of all on these different spectrums of how much... You know God has communicated with us; we feel like he 's communicated with us like maybe two times in our lives, like and that 's absolutely fine and legitimate and like that 's fine and then there's other people that you know f- talk to God every day and hear god's vo- and hear God speaking to him every day, and wherever you are, kind of on that scale that 's just fine but i 'll tell you what God has spoken to you, I guarantee it. God has communicated to you. Would you be here if there wasn't any, any draw or any communication from God? Would you be here? What's the point? Religious duty. I feel better about myself because I went to church on Sunday. There, there, is, a, there is like a, a, a radio frequency that we can tune into to communicate with God, to, co- to connect with Him. And so, <clears throat> I want to encourage us, wherever we're at on that spectrum, to have a hunger and a thirst f- to connect with Him a little bit more, to communicate with Him a little bit more, to understand the signs that He puts in our lives, to understand what His voice sounds like, to understand when somebody's talking to us Man, that's, that's actually God speaking to me. He's inspiring me. He's encouraging me through you. When I read the Bible, Revelation just pops up. I've never seen that in that verse before. That is amazing. That's totally God revealing Himself to us. Right? So wherever you're at, it's the position of your heart. It's the position of your heart. See, seers see. People that look See things. People that listen hear things. People that don't listen don't hear things. (laughs) Yes. That's now that's deep. That's that is revelation from God right there. Whoa. Let's just wait a minute on that one. (laughs) No, but it's the positioning of our hearts. Do we want to hear God? Do we want to commune with him? Do we want to communicate with him? And so then we position our hearts to do that. God's always communicating with us. Dang it. All right. I'm supposed to cover four keys of um, communicating with God, and I'm going to do that. But I added a fifth key. It's Seth's key. <laughs> and it's the key of trust. You've got to be able to trust God. That he's going to speak to you. That he's. Okay, Luke. It's in Luke 11, thir, uh, 11 11 through 13. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give to him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If you, being evil compared to God, know how to give good gifts to your kids when they ask, How much more will your Heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit? How much more will He speak to you? How much more? So, like, the things that God wants to give to us when we ask Him to communicate with us are good things. We ask for an egg. We don't get a scorpion. Right? Like, Like, God wants, when we ask for something, that, you know, His Holy Spirit and connecting with Him, He wants to give us... That good thing that we've asked for. He's a loving father. We spent the whole first three months of the year talking about how God's our father. So we've established that. And so trusting that God wants to speak to us, that he wants to communicate with us, that he wants to, you know, however he's going to speak to us, speak to us about who he is. All right. So it's very clear in this principle that we can trust that God wants to speak to us. All right. Bam, bam, bam. Four keys. One, two, three, four. Um, yes, let's hand them out. But listen to me while, while you guys are handing them out. Okay, first key is quiet yourself. Quiet yourself. Quiet yourself. Quiet yourself. I, we are all crazy busy all the time, it seems like. There's always noise. There's always stuff going on. I found that I have a little bit of anxiety almost all the time. Can anybody relate with me? There's like this sense of like, the kids, the, there's noise, the radio, the music, the fantasy football podcasts. <laughs> just me? Okay. <laughs> but like, I realized I drive a lot for work. And so I started just taking the first 45 minutes or an hour and just shutting everything off when I'm driving. Quiet. Just the hum of the car and the, the road. And you know what I've found? I can hear my heart easier, what's going on in my heart. And I can hear, I le- I've learned to hear God speaking to me in those times of just quieting myself. We talk about the secret place, right? We, we've use that terminology. To me, that is a place where there's quiet. And we remove distractions. Intentionally remove distractions. If that means you've got 12 kids and your husband needs to take care of those 12 kids for that 30 minutes, he will still be alive and all the kids will be alive after. Take that 30 minutes because it's worth it to just quiet yourself. Alright? That's number one. Number two, recognize God communicating as a spon- as spontaneous thoughts. Okay? A- <laughs> oh, that clock! <laughs> um, yes, so, Cameron's going to talk about logos and rhema, uh, words, the word of God, or the communication of God coming up. So I'm not going to get into that. But let's just say this, okay, so not all, not all thoughts that pop into our head are our thoughts. Okay, guys, how many times has that crazy half-naked lady popped in your head. (laughs) All the wives look at their husbands like, what? (laughs) But, okay, there's these... We get flashes of things that we've seen who knows how long ago, years ago, right? But it's not just that. But that's an example. Not all of our thoughts are our thoughts. The enemy drops stuff in our head lots of times. That's one spot, right? Right? We have rational thinking. We analyze things. Those are our thoughts. Okay? And then uh, Galatians says that the Holy Spirit is in us. So the Holy Spirit also puts thoughts in our heads. Alright? The point is recognizing the Holy Spirit's voice, our voice, and the enemy's voice. And we've got different things that we do with each of those, right? You can follow that process. Look for vision as you pray. Um, Habakkuk 2.1 I will stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart and I will keep watch to see what he will speak to me. Acts 2.17 And it will come to pass in the last days that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men shall see... Visions, Your old men shall dream dreams. Let's just do it quickly. Everyone close your eyes. Imagine your room at home. Can you see your room at home? If you can, raise your hand. Wow, you guys all are visionaries. You can open your eyes. In, in some ways, it's as simple as that. In some ways, it's like God. I just pray that you'll speak to me. And Bam! That picture just pops in your head, or those words. The left brain, right brain thing, right? Sometimes that sort of define, like I don't. I generally, I sometimes see pictures, but it's more like thoughts that go through my head. Some people just pictures, pictures. It's like I can see my room at home, and now the room is changing to this, and things are happening. It's called a sanctified imagination. How many of you believe in Jesus? How many of you believe that He um, has come into you and He's close to you? In, in Luke, He says He's not going to give us a scorpion instead of an egg. So when we go to Him and say, God, will you just speak to me? Will you just impress upon me? We, we, we want to hear your voice. We want to connect with you. We want to communicate with you. It's just allowing God to speak into our minds. Key four. This is really important. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. And I'm preaching to myself because I don't write it down lots of times. Got to write it down. There's a couple reasons for that. Well, so Habakkuk 2.2 says, the Lord answered me and said, record the vision and inscribe it on tablets. Chronicles 20, First 1 Chronicles 29.29, the events of King David's reign from beginning to end, they were written in the events of Samuel the seer, the events of Nathan the prophet, the events of Gad the seer. People wrote stuff down on what was going on. People wrote stuff down. Why is it important to write stuff down? People will read it. We will, yes. We will remember. We're crazy, silly humans and we forget things quickly. It's like our memory is like this long. I've gone back and read stuff that I've written down in general that I felt like God spoke to. I'm like... (coughs) It's not in here anywhere. I totally forgot about that. Totally forgot about that. And I'm so thankful that I've written it down. A of times God speaks to us and communicates to us things years in advance before it's going to happen. And it does. It sets us up. And then when it actually happens, we're like, Oh my gosh! He said that to me like two years ago! That is awesome! And it just gives you another example about how great God is, how he knows the plans he has for you, how you know he knows what's coming in the future. Write it down. The other thing that's important, scripture, right? Scripture is the absolute uh, authority in our lives. Everything that we think we hear from God, we feel like we hear from God, has got to line up with scripture. It's got to it has to. And the other thing with writing it down is you can submit it, and this is important, submit it to spiritual advisors or friends, people that you trust in the faith, people that you trust can hear God, people that you um, value their spiritual authority in your life, you look to them as a mentor. That is really important to be able to take what you've written and, and be able to submit it to them and go, man, God just, you know, I don't know, told me to go to Timbuktu, you know, is that right? And so you can you can refine and learn how to hear and hear from spiritual advisors and compare it to the word of God and see if your spirit's resonating with it, right? Alright, I gotta I gotta be done. Let's pray. So Father, uh we we know that your heart is to communicate with us, and God I think we'll be surprised how often you just want to tell us how much you care about us and your love for us and who we really are, our identity. God, you don't just want to speak to us about what we're doing wrong. (laughs) You don't want to just speak to us about what the future holds or any of that. God, you just want communication and intimacy and connection. And, and God, I just pray that wherever we are in terms of connecting with you and communicating with you and you knowing that you're communicating with us, Father, I pray that you just give us a hunger to, to, to get closer. Because it's so good when we're closer to you. It's so good when we when we hear you speaking to us, when you communicate things to us. We, God, I love getting a pep talk from you. I love getting... Like that just brings hope. <laughs> Just brings encouragement in my life. So, Father, let us take off the mask. Let us take out the ear um, plugs. Let us be, let us look so we can see what you're trying to communicate to us. Let us be listeners, people who listen so you can speak to us, Father. And we just submit that to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Man, we ran through that. So, if, you, if something resonates with you and you're just like, man, I just want a little more. Like, just, God, just give me a little bit more. There's a little bit of hunger. There's a little seed in the spring that needs to grow. And you want that watered, that desire's you to, to water. We have a prayer team that's available on this side of the stage. You can come up, get prayer for anything, physical need. If, if you've never... If you never feel like you've ever heard God speak to you, you you don't even have a connection with God, I invite you to come up and talk to these folks and, and just let them pray for you and let them just impart to you His, his um, love. And then over here we have a prophetic team, people that are trained to hear God's voice uh, for you. And uh, you, we only minister to one or two um, at, at the end of each service, so you're welcome to come up there. So other than that, if you'd all stand up, I will do Cameron, the Cameron right. all stand up. Greet someone around you and you are dismissed.